Inside the Game, brought to you by Raider Media. Well, it feels like just yesterday where Valdu van der Waal, Hannes Fisser and I, as well as Raymond Habst, our esteemed colleague, were over in Peru and South America taking you through every day of the 2019 Dakar Rally with Toyota Gazoo Racing South Africa. And, uh, of course, we went through to the finish. The team won their first ever Dakar. We wrapped everything up in Brazil. And since then, well, we haven't been joined together yet. But uh, that has not changed. Unfortunately, no Ray, no Hannes, but uh, I do have Voldu van der Waal on the line. Reason being is uh, this weekend is the start of the South African cross-country season and uh, series. And uh, we certainly are looking forward to it as uh, we'll be covering it uh, from a Toyota Gazoo Racing South Africa perspective um, as uh, they take to the dirt over in Mpumalanga. Voldu, excited. Very excited. Very, before I get onto, I must just say you, you, you should see the smile on my face, or rather the listeners should, just listening to that jingle again. It took me right back to South America. Such a good feeling, such good memories. So thanks for having me back. And um, yeah, like you say, the first round is right upon us. Yeah, it is. Tell us a bit more. I mean, you are heavily involved with the SA Cross Country Series. And I mean, if there's anyone to talk about it, I, I think I'd probably get a better idea of the event from you than a person like Janiel de Villiers. I mean, you've been doing this for many, many years now. And uh, even when it comes to the event before, the after, the during, um, yeah, there's not much that you don't know about it. Yeah, probably. But you know, we, we have a very different perspective on it as, as the media that covers these events. Um, you know, we start with a recce tomorrow. We go out to, to the area around Dolstrom. We follow the entire route find out where we're going to put our cameras because, of course, we produce the, the content, which is now going to be broadcast on Supersport uh, for the first time again this year. And um, so, so there's a lot of pre-production from our side. So we get to know the race and the route intimately before these guys even arrive on the scene. So six events this year. Uh, we've got one now in March, again in May, June, August, September, and it wraps up over in November. But tell us more about this very first one over in Delstrom. Well, this is the second time that we're running this event, known as the Mpumalanga 400. It's set in the town of Dolstrom. Um, and interestingly, it's one that is sponsored and supported by the guys from Malalam. Malalam, Toyota, the former champions in Class C, of course. And um, we used to have a race in the town of Malalam. But uh, that, has, that has moved away for various reasons, one of them being that uh, securing suitable land in the area is quite a challenge. And, um, and so they've stepped up to the plate and, and sponsored this race in the Dolstrom area, which last year was an absolute cracker, a great opening to the season. And we're expecting more of the same this year. Luckily, the weather looks a little bit better than last year, which was basically a monsoon. So anything, anything with a little bit less rain would be very welcome at this point. Now, Toyota Gazoo Racing South Africa, uh, they go into it uh, as defending overall champions, Janil de Villiers uh, alongside Dennis Murphy. Then we've also got Henk Latakang being joined by a new man, um, but a man who's certainly not new to the motorsporting world in Brett Cummings. Absolutely. So um, Brett is quite a, an astute character. I really enjoy his company. He's a very clever guy, an engineer, um, when he's uh, not in a racing car. 
And he, he really made a big impression on all of us when he raced to Dakar. Um, it was 2014, I think, that he came second in the Mali Motor category. It's now known as the uh, Dakar Regional by Motul. Basically, unsupported motorbike races. They're absolutely crazy. They've got rocks in the head. But they take to the Dakar completely unsupported. They do their own servicing, their own pitching of tents. They, they service their bikes. They repair and do whatever they need to to, to complete the race. Race finished second in that which was one hell of an achievement um, and testimony to the fact that he, he knows how to organize, he knows how to navigate, um, and that's really what he's, what he's in team for now. Yeah, and I mean, when it comes to motor racing and, and, and motorsport, uh, being a biker, I mean, we were at the launch uh, for the team announcements about two weeks ago, and I mean, that's the background that I know him from, the, the biking uh, arena, and, and he said, you know, once you've got motoring in your blood, it doesn't really matter whether you're behind the wheel or in the passenger seat, you just want to be racing, and, and that's certainly the case here. Absolutely. If you look at someone like Brian Baraguana, who... Um who really did make his mark on the Dakar as well. He looked set for a victory, actually, and then uh, things went south with his passport, of all things. But, you know, he was a quad racer. He's been on two wheels, and when he finally stepped into a bucky, a big proper race car, it was very clear that the, the control that he had on a bike and on a quad came all the way through to a race car. And it's probably going to be the same with, with Brett. He'll feel right at home very, very quickly. So, from a newbie to a man who's anything but, Janil de Villiers, uh, who will be leading the team as far as uh, yeah, as far as experience goes, uh, and also from the overall category, having dominated matters last time round. Um, yeah, I mean, geez, what a, what a year for him so far. Of course, taking part in the DAC. Unfortunately, he did have that mishap uh, in stage three, but uh, recovered somewhat to, to make it into the top ten. Also, guided Nasser Alatia through to the finish line as number one, um, and, and yeah. And he enters uh, this the series as uh, the man with the mark on his back. As he's pretty much used to, it's not something that would uh, be completely new to him. Well, Daniel's won so many championships over the years and so many different disciplines that I think he's pretty used to having a mark on his back. And um, he's one of those unflappable characters that just you know he's got his own game plan and he's able to stick to it. He keeps his head down and he follows through. You know. He'll just get there and get on with the job the way that he sees it, and the results speak for themselves. Yeah, well, I actually did ask him that exact question. I caught up with him a little earlier, and this is what he had to say. Yeah, look, at the first round of the SHM, so, you know, nice to get back uh, behind the wheel again after the Dakar rally. Um, uh, Vince and Dalsken, so uh, it's always quite a technical course there, very narrow, quite quite a lot different to uh, what the Dakar is about. So we'll have to readjust and get back into the swing of things. But, uh, yeah, no, looking forward. Uh, the small test tomorrow before we head off to Dahlstrom. Uh, but, yeah, looking forward to it. So Dennis Murphy teaming alongside him once again. Uh, just a, a reminder of what took place last year. Initially going to ride with Rob Howie, but then uh, he got injured in the Qatar rally. So you're joined up uh, by, by Dennis. And, um, yeah, since then, uh, you guys have gone from strength to strength. Yeah, look, I mean, uh, I have driven with Dennis before. And then, obviously, you know, last year, beginning of last year, I teamed up with Rob because of, uh, you know, thoughts of taking him with me to Dakar or to, you know, do some other races with me internationally because of his experience. But, you know, unfortunately he got injured. And then, you know, Dennis uh, has always been a, a good guy. We get along very well. And, uh, you know, we, we've won a couple of races together. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he was the logical choice for me over here. 
So hopefully we can have another good year and uh, get started on a good note. Yeah, it's certainly, uh, that, that is exactly what you want to do in terms of starting on a good note. Um, what, what can you expect from Dahlstrom, uh, the first event of the six-event calendar? Well, last year was extremely uh, wet and muddy there. Uh, you know, the weather can uh, dish up anything in Dahlstrom, so you've got to be ready for everything. Uh, hopefully we have it a bit drier than last year, because last year the race was actually shortened because of the the torrential rain there, but uh, let's see. This year, hopefully, it's a bit different. But you know, like I said, it's, it's a very tight course, very tight and twisty in the bushes, um, you know, through the forest. So um, it's definitely quite a technical event, um, quite different to the Dakar. So we'll have to readjust, and uh, you know, you've got to be very precise there. But uh, it, it's certainly going to be a challenging event. There's no bigger target on one's back than if you're defending a title. And yeah, you go into the series as the defending overall champion. Uh, it's something that you are used to, though. But uh, can the team continue its, its fantastic run of form? Not just talking about the championship that uh, you dominated last year, but of course, and going over to Dakar, then moving over to the Qatar Rally, etc. Um, yeah, at the moment, the team almost looks unstoppable. Well, yes, I mean, we've certainly had a good run and, you know, with a Dakar Rally fresh, uh, Dakar Rally win fresh, uh, you know, uh, that happened. That necessarily has won. It was a great win for the team, obviously, uh, the rally. So the team is definitely on a high. Uh, and let's, let's see, you know, hopefully we can carry that momentum over into Dolphin and, uh, you know, do a good, good job there. But as I said, you know, it's, it's always been a tough rally, uh, that one, and you have to really be concentrated and, uh, to readjust, you know, after the Dakar, it's a completely different event. Uh, but, you know, for sure, the team can do it. Uh, we've got a great car in the, in the, in the new Hilux. So, um, yeah, we're going to definitely go out there and try and do our best to, uh, to, to start off where we finished off last year. And uh, finally, three of the four faces returning, one new one in the form of Brett Cummins. Uh, yeah, another fantastic talent when it comes to motor racing and good to see him behind the roadbook. Yes, I mean, uh, Brett's been, uh, you know, he's also done two Dakar rallies with a, on a motorbike. So he obviously is a very tough guy. And, uh, you know, being on a motorbike, he has navigated. So he's with Henk Lauterkant. So it's going to be interesting to see, uh, you know, how he does. But I think he'll uh, he'll do very well. He's a, he's a guy that's, uh, that's been around the block. You know, he seems very calm and uh, he seems to be able to, uh, you know, he seems to be able to be up to the task. Um but yeah, he's, going, he's, he's been thrown in at the deep end a little bit, but I'm sure he'll get used to it quite quickly and that they'll be, uh, you know, very competitive uh, as the season goes on. Lovely. Janelle, best of luck this weekend. Thank you very much. So, of course, I mentioned how well the team's done over the last couple of months. Uh, Nasser Latia being at the forefront there. He, of course, not taking part in the South African cross-country series, but Valdu, his vehicle will be uh, present. Yes, very much so. And it's an important point to make, actually, that the, the start of the SACCS is also the start of the Toyota Gazoo Racing SA campaign for Dakar 2020. Because the, the, the local series is really where the cars are developed and, and prepped for Dakar. And the start of the testing season as such starts right now. So it's, it's, it's fitting that, that NASA's car will be in the hands of, of Engel Adekhan uh, come Friday's uh, qualifying run.
Yeah, talk about pressure being behind the the vehicle that won the Dakar Rally 2019. And I know you briefly mentioned it, but I mean, Henk, he had a very good season last season, but geez, he he didn't start off very well. He'd be wanting to redeem himself uh, from that respect. Uh, Yeah, he had a very unfortunate start with a DNF on, on this round, on this race last year. He was a bit unlucky to draw the, uh, the, the number one position on the road in his very first race with Toyota last season. And um, there was a slight contentious area on the road book, uh, in the road book. And, and when he got there at pace, of course, things didn't really um, gel in his mind. And, and he just took the wrong, wrong side of a ditch and ended up uh, with a high loss on his side. Um, so there was an unfortunate start to, to, his, um, to his career with Toyota Gazoo Racing. But he certainly redeemed himself by... Uh, winning the championship in class FIA, which is, you know, it's, it's not quite the overall championship that Janil managed to win, but, but still, to, to walk away with a class victory in your first year with the team, is not to be seen there. And as we did mention, uh, yeah, he'll be driving alongside a new man in Brett Cummings. Uh, didn't really touch too much on uh, Janil's co-driver between myself and you, Valdu, but, I mean, we spent a lot of time with him at Dakar, Dennis Murphy. I mean, he's a, a veteran when it comes to navigating and a veteran when it comes to anything motorsport-related because he was actually on the crew over in South America as an engineer. Uh, Big Murphy is just one of those rock-solid rock characters you know, you can't fault him on anything. He's calm, he's cool, he's collected, he's multi-talented. He's one of the guys that you want in the team. And if you're going to have a navigator next to you that's uh, got uh, Dennis's demeanor, you're probably in good shape to, uh, right from the get-go. And of course, the man leading matters from the front is team principal Glenn Hall, still with a massive smile on his face following the triumph in Dakar, which flowed over to Qatar. And now we head over to the South African Cross Country Series. Uh, he's another man that I caught up with uh, ahead of the start uh, over in Delstrom. So it's great to start the season here in SA. And, uh, you know, we've been very busy for the year so far. So it's good to knuckle down and get on with the, you know, the local championship. Uh, tell us uh, what can uh, fans expect uh, from the Toyota team uh, this time around. Of course, you go into the event or to the series, uh, uh, having dominated matters last time. Uh, c- can they expect more of the same? Um, I certainly hope so. Um, we've got Hank, who's now got a, um, a, a new co-driver with Brett Cummins, so that's a, a new challenge for him, but I'm sure the pairing will be successful as the year goes on. But certainly, Hank came off a great first year with the team, and he'll be looking to improve his performance. Janil leading the Dakar, you know, just a month and a bit ago. So he'll be wanting to uh, to build on his championship from last year. And I'm sure he wants to win every race of the year. But uh, there's a lot of people that, that wouldn't want him to do that. So uh, he's all fired up and ready to go with Dennis Murphy. Yeah, certainly exciting to see Brett Cummins in the navigator's seat. I remember following his progress very, very closely at Dakar. He was in the, the Mali Moto uh, category a, a few years back, and uh, I was at the Dakar along with you guys, and, and not only was I impressed, uh, many other people were too, including yourself. In fact, you singled him out afterwards on our trip back from South America, and you said, this guy, I mean, he, he's got the cajonis uh, when it comes to motor racing. Yeah, no question, no question. He uh, he impressed me. His tenacity, his organisation, his personal management was uh, amazing. He's a fit, fit, you know, young guy too, and a motorbike guys always make good, uh, good cross country or off road guys in cars because they they have the feel for the terrain. You know, they're used to being uh, thrown around, so they're physically fit and tough enough. 
and Brett's a bright guy. Um, it'll be quite a lot of new stuff for him, but uh, he'll catch on soon, I'm sure, and they'll be flying. And, geez, uh, obviously having dominated past uh, series, as we spoke about, um, you've never gone into a series having achieved as much as you've had. Um, then this year, uh, just looking at Dakar, of course, then we move over to the, the Qatar Rally, and, and now you've got the cross-country series. Uh, you're flying high. Yeah, it's great. The car on, on Dakar, the Hilux, was absolutely uh, fantastic. It never missed a beat for, uh, for NASA, and that enabled us to have a great strategy. And, of course, we've got exactly the same car NASA was using, will be used by Hank this weekend. The car's just arrived back from Qatar. So uh, we've prepared it uh, for the local championship. And uh, again, we've got some new things we tested already in Qatar. We'll be testing a few new items, uh, which cause a bit of stress for us, but we have to do it. And uh, in uh, Dahlstrom, so yeah, we're on a high, but we never um, we never take anything for granted. There's a lot of people there who want to win the race, a lot of capable drivers. You know, we've got a fantastic championship here in South Africa with an incredibly high level of uh, preparation and talent so we, we can't take anything for granted so clean sheet of paper to start the year. And, and finally what do you expect Dalstrom to throw up? Well hopefully it's going to be drier than last year so I hopefully it's going to throw up a bit of dust for us and not mud <laughs> so uh, you know last year was quite a challenge it was cold and um it was raining a lot. So Dalstrom's a tricky race. We saw last year an exciting new uh, race to the calendar. That's where we're back there again. And uh, I think it, it's got areas there that really sort the men out from the boys. So the guy who doesn't get a puncture, the guy who's got really good car control and uh, can push close to the limit all day long, he's going to win, win the race. So not an easy race. Tough conditions, but we like it like that. Certainly tough conditions. Uh, Volder, have you had a look at the weather predictions uh, for the weekend? Yeah, Derek, it's definitely looking drier than last year. But then again, Dolstrom being the highest town in South Africa, you never know what you're going to get. It could be it could be predicted as clear weather, and then we end up with lots of rain anyway. And there's just one thing that I wanted to mention that Glenn didn't get quite get to, and that's um, that since we had the team announcement where you uh, where you also were. The team has expanded somewhat. There's been an addition uh, in the form of a third uh, Toyota Hilux that's actually joining the team in Toyota Gazoo Racing Colors. Um, I'm not sure if you're aware of this little uh, change. No, tell me more. So um, while we were at Dakar this year, there was one of our South African racing drivers by the name of Shamir Boriawa. Yeah. Uh, he was competing in one of the locally built uh, Nissans, built by Terence Marsh and his Redline Motorsport outfit. Um, and Shamir has decided to join the Toyota Gazoo Racing South Africa squad um, together with co-drivers Ron Moore. And um, they'll be in action in a, in a Toyota Class FIA Toyota Hilux come Friday in full team colors. Ah, that's magnificent. So so three teams representing Toyota Gazoo Racing South Africa, um, which is something that they're certainly not uh, new to, given the fact that there are three teams operating over in Dakar. Yeah, absolutely. So they... They'll be right at home, and um, and Shamir is a former uh, champion in the special vehicle category of the SATTS, then so-called off-road racing. So um, he's um, he's certainly a force to be reckoned with. He's got plenty of pace, and um, I'm looking forward to seeing him in action in one of those vehicles. It's going to be quite a trek for him, as far as I know. He he lives uh, or he resides in Dubai, if I'm not mistaken. 
Yeah, but he, I think he's up and down quite a lot. So I think by now he's quite used to it. <laughs> and, and you up and down quite a lot, uh, Valdu. When do you go head over to Mpumalanga? Uh, so tomorrow morning we head over. We'll do the recce for the camera positions during the day. And then Friday morning wrap that up. And then Friday afternoon it's, uh, it's kickoff. Okay, so just explain to the listeners, uh, for those that will be able to attend, uh, how does it work, the setup in, in terms of uh, days one and two and, and where they want to get spectator positions. And then after which, uh, for those that, are, that won't be able to attend, uh, you'll be filming it. Uh, where can they, they catch the coverage? So the entire race is based around the, the uh, village green of Dahlstrom, which is right in the middle of town. You can't really miss it. That's where the DSP, the designated service, um, uh, park is, and that's where the cars get serviced. Uh, the race gets underway on Friday afternoon with what they call the qualifying race, uh, which is used to determine the start positions for Saturday's main race. Uh, the distances vary. The total race distance for the weekend is 400 kilometers. And I think this uh, qualifier is in the region of 70 kilometers on Friday. So it's quite short, sharp action. There's a stadium section near town where there's great spectating with lots of action in a very um, enclosed area. It's a very good spot. It's almost walking distance from town. And then on Saturday, uh, the race gets underway at 8.30 in the morning. And then they complete two quite long race loops, making up the, the balance of the, the 400 kilometers. And in the middle of the two race loops, there's a, a forced uh, service area that they have to go to, or forced service period, um, where spectators can move between the cars and the crews while they're servicing them before they go out for the second loop. So um, there's a lot of excitement, a lot going on. Uh, the big thing, of course, is that that's the only place that you can go in the country and see three of the Hiluxes that race at Dakar and the, the, the Nissans that were there, plus a lot of the crews that work there. This really is like Dakar come to South Africa. And, uh, yeah, for those wanting to catch it on television? So we've just moved from, uh, from our previous channel to Supersport. It will be broadcast on Supersport 8. Um, and the first broadcast will be two weeks after the race. I don't have the calendar to hand right now, but um, obviously we'll broadcast that on social media as well, the times and end dates of, of the TV broadcast. Uh, and, and just on that subject, uh, for those following on social media, what do they need to log on to? Well, it's, it's all bases covered at this point, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Facebook's more feature-driven, so if you want more detail, that's the place to look. And if you're after blow-by-blow results, then Twitter's the place to be. Lovely. Valdu, travel safe and enjoy the first event of the South African Cross Country Series taking place in Dalstrom, 15th to 16th of March. That's uh, this weekend and uh, that will be followed by events uh, in May, June, August, uh, September and November. Enjoy and yeah, we'll uh, follow the series throughout. Uh, I think it's only fitting. Perfect. Yeah, thank you so much for this opportunity and we'll, we'll keep you posted as things develop. Lovely stuff. Can't wait. Cheers. Thanks for listening to Inside the Game. Brought to you by Radar Media.